Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Business Owners Radio, where established business owners get the latest insights, strategies, and practices to grow a sustainably profitable business. And now, taking care of business, your hosts, Craig Moen and Shai Gilad. Welcome to Business Owners Radio, Episode 111. Our guest today is Jason Burt. Jason had the amazing opportunity to receive coaching and mentorship from Toyota on lean principles for over 19 years. Today, Jason's consulting business, Evolve Holdings, is focused on working with business leaders to use the lean manufacturing strategy developed by Toyota to drive growth, profitability, quality, and the key performance indicators a company needs to succeed. Good morning, Jason. Welcome to Business Owners Radio. Uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate you having me on the show. Uh, it's great to have you here today. And Jason, let's first talk about the many years you're working with Toyota's lean manufacturing processes and how that changed your perspective on business processes. Yeah, I've been pretty fortunate since the mid-90s to be able to work either directly with Toyota or be able to pull on them over the years. And it's had a profound effect on the way that I view business, the way that I view leadership. And I've developed this knowledge and it gives me a completely different perspective when I see traditional management processes, when I see companies that are ran in very standard ways. So it allows me through my knowledge of what companies have been able to do using Toyota, what I've been able to do helping companies, I can very quickly see that gap with many companies and what they can become, what the possibilities are with a lot of these companies. So it's been amazing for me to be able to work with them and develop this great knowledge that can be used in so many different businesses and so many different processes across the country. And traditionally, we've looked at lean manufacturing and those particular processes of the manufacturing environment. Tell us a little bit more about how it plays into some of the other processes in the business itself. I think with the Toyota production system, with lean manufacturing, many times people try and isolate it to manufacturing. But today's world, we're, we're really understanding how broad that process really looks like, how that approach from working in hospitals to service industries to being very focused around startups, obviously manufacturing. So Toyota production system now, lean manufacturing is a very broad, and I hate using the word strategy, but it's an approach to if as long as there's a process the Toyota way can be used to help improve it, to help make the business better, to improve profitability, capability, um, and accelerate the growth and capability of a company. So it's a really amazing thing to see it used in so many different industries nowadays. I have to ask you also, today we're looking at so much of the world competitive basis for manufacturing and for companies operating on a worldwide basis. And then we have a lot of companies that really would rather stay home and kind of get some protection here and there. What are your thoughts on the lean process and its capabilities of helping businesses compete on a world basis? I think lean manufacturing, I'm going to go specific to U.S. manufacturing. I think there is large groups of people that are very quick to look to outsource U.S. manufacturing. I struggle with that because like we said earlier, 
I see the gaps. I see the potential within some of these companies and they haven't exposed all of it yet. They haven't grabbed all that opportunity. So I think there are industries making decisions earlier than they should. I think there's a lot of work to be done first. So many companies I work with, I try not to necessarily say, hey, don't go overseas, because I think there are some applicable situations where it makes sense. But wherever I can, I try and convince them, hey, let's do the work. Let's see where we can get that margin to. Let's see where we can get your cost point to for your customers. Let's see how we can expand capability in terms of lead time, in terms of variable product mix, all these things that can potentially differentiate you from overseas manufacturing and provide new value to the customer. So there's a lot of opportunity that I believe U.S. manufacturing is missing out on taking advantage of by going overseas, by moving their product to Mexico, to China. So I see lean manufacturing as that potential answer for people that have that question. Do I need to go overseas to compete? I don't believe in most cases you do. I believe that solving enough problems, driving efficiencies in your processes, expanding your capability of what you can provide your customers, I think doing those things, you can compete on a global standpoint. And what can Lean teach us about driving efficiencies for services? I believe it's the same thing. Within services, it's still process related. So no matter what that process is, you know, lean refers to waste. So that waste of excess motion and handling or processing, whether it's a service process, whether it's a manufacturing process, whether it's a commercial farms, whether it's a hospital environment, a process is a process and understanding what it takes to get from the original inputs of the process to the output that you're trying to get to, the desired output, everything in between there is where we focus trying to minimize and make it easier for everyone that's touching it, that's handling it. So I'm currently starting to work with a company that is primarily a retailer and they do process clothing within their building, putting tags on them and labels. And we're working with that process, but at the same time, majority of their help that's needed is all the information, how the orders are coming in through the internet, how they process them, how they're responding to their customers. There's so much more that I believe that they need that we're discussing besides just the processing of the product on the shop floor. So I think we're going to look at that entire value from when they get an order all the way through to sending it to the customer or the store. And once again, how do we provide more value? How do we bring that lead time down to a very small amount so we can respond to the customer? How do we make it as efficient as possible, no matter where the touch points are within that building? Jason, what are you finding to be the one area within the business that consistently needs help? The majority of my customers do tend to be manufacturing-based. But I think whether it's manufacturing or whether it's another industry, I believe the place to always start is wherever the value is happening for the customer. So, and I know value is a term that can be interpreted various ways, but I guess what I'm saying value is, you know, what is the service or product that they're actually paying for? So in a manufacturing environment, that product is being manufactured on the shop floor. So we should be looking for how do we improve that process first and then look at all the support functions outside of that. 
now in a development firm that's doing engineering product development. Their value add is when they're actually designing the product. What is that process of going through those iterations of design? You know, we should be focusing there and then all the support functions secondary because we have to figure out what's right for the customer first and, and creating the value and then figuring out the right way to support that work. So Jason, in a recent client interaction, what were some of the discoveries and how did you get started with them? You know, I've actually brought on quite a few new clients just recently. And I initially start with going and doing an evaluation of their business. And that primarily looks like just trying to understand what they're trying to accomplish as a business. So the work that I do, it's so important that it's not just here's a tool. We're not just trying to implement some lean tools. We're really trying to affect the overall business and develop a culture. So we need to find things that are important in the business to be working on, whether it's a cost issue that they're struggling with, a quality issue. They're trying to create more capability within the business. So recently was just out in the Boston area. They have a facility that is about 40,000 square feet. And when we look at cost structure, we look at where they are in terms of inventory levels, they are looking to downsize, but at the same time grow their business. So we're trying to basically look at all their processes and figure out what do we really need to be able to make them successful for a better cost structure for their customers and creating some more profitability for them moving forward. So we're analyzing all the manufacturing and assembly that they're doing and trying to redesign the processes of what it needs to look like. So it's going to involve a lot of problem solving. We'll put a lot of standards in place and highlight a lot of problems so that we're doing a lot of problem solving to increase their capability. You know, we have a target of doubling their production capability with the resources that they have. And I think we'll be able to hit that, which will allow them more capacity, more growth and put them in a better spot moving forward. So now it's we've started laying some of those plans on my initial visit, left them some homework. So we'll start executing over the next few months to help them achieve that and develop them and give them their tools so that they can keep improving it as we go as well. And what are you finding the effects of, in this case, implementing a lean technologies within the manufacturing processes and distribution? What what effects are you finding to it having on the culture of the company? Yeah, we really focus a lot on the culture. That's the only way that it's truly going to be a sustainable change for the long term. So I'm often brought into companies that had previous consultants come in and they made changes and they're talking about the things, you know, the company's discussing the things that they did in the past, but they weren't sustainable and they're no longer there. So changing the culture and developing the people to be able to be good problem solvers, to understand how the different roles, their role, leadership's roles, how they fit into the system of improving on a daily basis, that's much more important. And I try and talk with my clients about how much more important that is than the physical change on the floor. So the physical change putting an assembly line together, putting some of the tools in place, that can happen really, really quickly. But it has to be done 
at a pace that the people are able to absorb the change and learn the difference between their old condition to their new condition. Because if they're not learning and understanding why we're going down this path at the same rate that we're making changes, then we're going to lose them and we'll lose the culture in that standpoint. So instead, we need to be constantly looking at both sides of the equation, the physical changes that we're making in the process and how are we developing the people and bringing them along to build that culture so that it's sustainable long-term. Yeah, so many of these processes and elements of the company are so intertwined that making a change in one place is going to have profound effect and ripple effect throughout the company. Sounds like you're addressing it early on in the company, so that's fantastic. So Jason, as a business owner, when should I start considering maybe utilizing lean technologies and processes and methods into my business. Yeah, I think the biggest reason why most companies start going down this path is they eventually get to a point where for some reason they are kind of back up against the wall and don't know where to go next. So whether that's I'm struggling with meeting new demand because we're growing, but our margin is suffering during this growth. Whether it's my business is not able to meet the needs of my customers and we're struggling from an on-time complete and reliability and delivery standpoint could be cost struggles, but there's typically a business need that someone has. And when I initially start talking with with many businesses, it's amazing how it all revolves around having time. (laughs) So when I do initial calls with owners, I'm often asking them, do you feel that your organization has the time to improve right now? And that whole function of, do I make a decision of improving my business or am I fighting this fire today? If you have that question as a business owner, or if you feel that you're not attacking things that need to be within your business, that starts to become a signal to say, I need to start building a different type of culture, a different type of approach within my business so that I can improve as my business is growing or as my business is moving forward. So I think that's where it starts to lead people to say, I need to start looking at my business different. And I think lean or the Toyota approach can do that. It's how do we build a culture that has continuous improvement and problem-solving capability built into the day-to-day structure versus it being an extra task that we're asking our leadership to do or our team members or supervisors. Yeah, so many times you have the interest and the desire and the demand and the need to make changes, implement, and get rolling. But without that time commitment, it just doesn't happen. I'm sure you've seen the same. Yeah, that's very common. Well, Jason, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your knowledge and insights. Ah, that's great. I love talking about it, for sure. So, Jason, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I would really appreciate anyone that has any interest. You know, we just talked about someone that might have a need for implementing lean. If you have any questions, I have a nice landing page for your audience on my website. Go to ehip, E-H iipconsulting.com forward slash BOR for business owners radio. If you go to that landing page on there, there's a few different things that you can do to, I think, start answering some of those questions for you. I do have a short ebook out there. It's a really quick, easy read that's titled, Should I Start My Lean Journey? It's almost some thinking points 
as to why you might want to go down this journey. And I think it's a good place to start. And I think the other thing that's available on that landing page and on my website is a way to contact me. You can simply set up some time for a quick half hour call. And I'd love to discuss what you have going on and how this approach might be able to work with your business. So those are some great options for your listeners. Our guest today has been Jason Bird, a lean processes expert and business consultant. You can learn more about Jason as well as find links to his free ebook all in our show notes at businessownersradio.com. This episode has been sponsored by Aligned for Business, provider of business consulting and executive coaching. That's Aligned, the number four, business.com. Thank you for joining us on Business Owners Radio. We hope you enjoyed today's show. As always, you can read more about each episode along with links and offers in the show notes on our website, businessownersradio.com. We want to hear your feedback. Please leave comments on this show or suggestions for upcoming episodes. Tell your fellow business owners about the show and, of course, you would love the stars and comments on iTunes. Till next time, keep taking care of business.